is Angela Yee, and I'm telling you right now that the Alive Podcast Network app is the best directory of podcasts created for us by us. From relationships to making money moves, there's a show that'll captivate every listener. And for my fellow Black creatives, this is a call to action to take your brand and monetization to the next level. It's for the culture. Join the movement and sign up today. Sign up today to get a six-month subscription for $20. Visit AlivePodcastNetwork.com. Coming soon to iOS and Android. Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Swell Speed, everybody. I usually say happy Wine Wednesday. This episode usually comes out on Wednesdays. However, the Nationals won the World Series yesterday and that's where all my attention was. So that did not happen yesterday. Please forgive me. Anyway, go Nats. On this episode of the Swirl Suite, I was invited to the Ritz-Carlton on the West End in Northwest D.C. to have a conversation with three gentlemen behind the exclusive wine club, Wine Layer. Christian Ress, a successful winemaker in Germany, uh, he decided that he wanted a special place where his customers could go, house their wine, and drink their wine. So he came up with the concept of wine layer but in europe all over europe he has something called wine banks they're pretty much the same they just have a different name so that's christian russ and he is the owner and founder and then you have stephen butler and he is the director of sales and marketing and then you have um, brian carlish so these three gentlemen are responsible for wine layer coming to dc as their first u.s location check out this conversation i have with them because they give me all the details let me know what you think. Cheers. So, um, so, so my name is Christian Ress. My background is, is, uh, is, is wine. Mm-hmm. So my family does wine since uh, 1870. I'm the fifth generation being involved in that Baltasares Wine Estate. Uh, we are one of the pretty good uh, premium estates in the in the wine uh, in the in the Rhine uh, Rheingau, which is one of the wine growing regions. Uh, organic estate, uh, doing Riesling and, and Pinot, so that's what we're doing. Um, so that's my background. That's my my main job on a on a, on a daily basis. Um, but what uh, well happened uh, uh, several years ago or many years ago was that uh, when I was started to work with my father and for my father in the estate, I was uh, confronted with uh, quite often with a request from people buying our Baltasares wines um, and wishing them to to be kept at the estate so they wanted mm-hmm. to buy them now pay them now mm-hmm. but, but leaving them for a occasion later Got it. which is you know typically would be marriage of the, the sure. kids at one point so you know that's that's why you quite often mm-hmm. buy precious ones and um, this was something that I never really could offer to these people mm-hmm. due to a lack of place, the lack of, uh, 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 yeah, of organization for, yeah. for, for holding you know, stocks which are not owned sure. by so, so I couldn't offer this to them. But I, I found that, uh, yeah, I, I thought to myself, I have to offer them something at one point because this request came and again and to- again. They wanted to leave the wine at your facility. Exactly. Was there a certain reason? Was there more well, than well, reason? Well, because they know that's the place where they've been made and that they would be perfectly stocked, you Got know, it. in perfect conditions. 
um, um, and that's always uh, yeah mm -hmm. sure that they are treated and stored properly right. at the source you mm -hmm. know? so that's that was the, uh, the, the request and and then I can um, uh, I can track it exactly because it was during a flight in in 2003 so that's uh, mm -hmm. uh, quite yeah. quite long ago already yeah. um, I, during a flight you know, on the airplane, I wrote wine bank uh, on that piece of paper, which mm -hmm. was like my initial idea for a potential name for that project. And I started thinking about it in, in more detail. And I, I put myself in the position of, uh, of the, the person that probably would store his precious wines in, in one of my places. And I said to myself, okay, he probably would love to have flexibility in terms of access to the wine. So, you know, I wouldn't like to have my wine somewhere and then need to take care of opening hours or ring, uh, mm -hmm. ring a bell somewhere. I would like to get in whenever I, I yeah. want. That would, for me, would be like the ultimate solution. So I, yeah. I came up with the idea, okay, we need a chip card system which gives people permanent uh, access. I thought about a wine cellar in one of our historic buildings which has access from, from outside, direct access into a cellar, which could be suitable. And then I you know, said to myself, when, when people, I imagine you know, people coming later in the evening, holding that card in front of the door, then I imagine that light would go on. Um, and I, I imagine that that's pretty cool, actually. You know, yeah. If you have the permanent access to one of the historic mm -hmm. cellars in my town yeah. that's probably something that if you have that access you would like to show to your friends because yes. it's cool yeah. you know yeah. to be able to open that that, that door mm -hmm. and um, and then I, I realized that potentially this would be something yeah you would, would like to use to show off a bit and yeah. uh, I said okay we, we need automatic lighting system we probably need music yes sound we need mm -hmm. nice design nice architecture to really have a, a cool place yeah and then so this was step two actually and then the final step three in my mind was okay you have permanent access it looks nice it feels great well why don't you why wouldn't you just stay there to actually drink the, a nice bottle of wine yeah, and just yeah. stay there? If mm -hmm. it's nice, then then potentially this is going to place where you're going to invite and host guests, and you're going to meet other people. So this this actually would turn potentially into a business or social club for wine enthusiasts. Mm -hmm. And 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 then this was in my mind the concept I really started to believe in. And um, and uh, on the other side, I knew that you know to do it that high end in terms of architecture design yeah. would be quite expensive. So I, I it was not like a easy decision. So mm -hmm. I had it in the back of my mind for several years, and then in 2008, five years later, after I started writing my thoughts mm -hmm. on a piece of paper, I, I really said to myself, I have to do it now. Yeah. I, I felt that I know how to turn this into a success. Mm -hmm. I believed in the concept, and I. I yeah, I just decided to do it. Uh, 2008, when we think back, was the, the peak of the financial crisis. Uh, so this was quite funny because I went to see my bank and tell them that I want to open a bank, a wine uh -huh. bank. Uh, so this, <laughs> in these financial circumstances, uh, this was uh, yeah, a bit strange for them. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, uh, well, I managed to get the money for that for that project, and, and actually looking back, it was one of the best investments that I that I did ever uh, because it's, it turned into a success very quickly. And then, you know, a few years later, after opening that in 2009, by the way, 5th of December 2009, so it will turn 10 uh, very soon, that wine bank, that very first wine bank, that very first location. And then, you know, 
after a few years of doing that, I realized, okay, it's really success. I, I said to myself, there is a potential for much more than just my own location, my own wine state. And let's turn this into a, a network of locations where members with the chip cards would have access to, to all of them. Any, so any, any of them to open all the doors. So if you're a traveling businessman mm-hmm. and love wine, why not be able to to host people in all those beautiful yes. locations, yeah. knowing that you would have access to to other wines? You mm-hmm. can, you know, it's uh, that's great. And then and then I took some people on board. Um, we are six um, founding members of that uh, of that company, which then decided to turn this into a franchise concept in Europe. Yeah. Stephen is one of my most important partners in mm-hmm. that in that company, and um, and and. Just to give you a- yeah, and this will give you an idea. That's what has been established now in the last few years um, uh, with uh, locations. Uh, the, the very first one after my own one, so the mm-hmm. first franchise location was uh, Hamburg in a, in a beautiful uh, beautiful building today. So we, we are in other nice cities. We are in, in Vienna, in Frankfurt. You, you'll see, you can go through that uh, brochure. And and now this this next step, and that's what we are very excited about now. It's when we we met those guys through a common friend of uh, of, of my parents, actually, which is from Fred. He's the, the like the binding uh, uh, binding oh, okay. person, um, uh, who then became, by the way, became a, my very first member in the Rheingau. This oh, was an, okay. uh, uh, was Fred, actually. You know, American guy having a, a wine seller in Durango in Germany. It sounds yeah. a bit strange, but you know, Fred no, it is... doesn't to me. That's, yeah. <laughs> Fred is not a random yeah, Exactly, person. exactly. He's, uh, he's exactly. an amazing guy. Yeah. He owns a vineyard in, in, in France and says, hey, it makes a lot of sense for, for him. And yeah. He was my very first uh, uh, member. So even nicer than today, you know, he's actually one of the three um, uh, uh, creating that uh, uh, that, uh, that that company that is now our partner in uh, in the United States, and are going to develop this uh, uh, this concept with us and bring it to the states here, and that's why we're here. So yeah, so that's I, an introduction from my side. Right. So from my side, uh, uh, Fred, who's not here with us right now, mm-hmm. but he's our common denominator. But I was. Uh, so I'm, I'm from the area, and uh, mm-hmm. Fred is as well, and um, and I've known him for years. And he always talked about his grapes, and he, mm-hmm. you know, he's, and uh, I was going to be in the Rheingau region for a wedding, mm-hmm. and he's like, "You've got to go to my wine bank." And I was like, "What is this wine bank? What are you talking about?" And he, and he gave me his chip card, mm-hmm. and he gave me the key to his locker, and I just did not understand what he was talking about. And I was like, "I don't get it." But, so he goes, take your family, drink as much of my wine as you want. <laughs> I, I was like, okay. I, again, I have no concept of what he's talking about. He goes, here's the address. Mm-hmm. So um, <clears throat> we go, and uh, you know, I, I had no idea, you know. So because it's it's like a it's a private. You yeah. Know, you j- there's no there's I mean there's a sign, but it, there's no explanation. You have to know which what, what yeah. you're there for. So I take the card, open the door pops open there's beautiful lighting beautiful music and i'm just like yeah, this is cool so go downstairs and, and, and you know there's pictures of it it's just a beautiful setting and i was just blown away and then i went and found fred's locker and he has like you know two to three thousand bottles of wine wow. sitting there and of course my family then thought i was you know like, wow this is really amazing and uh, you know, we, exactly and then you know we started going through everything and seeing what we were going to take because he had so much he has so much of everything um 
So it was that experience that I then was talking to Fred and said, we really need to bring this concept. There's nothing like this in the U.S. And he says, well, funny you say that, um, because I had not had a chance to meet Christian yet um, and did not realize that Fred and Christian were were close and Fred was close with Christian's family. And so we then had meetings and relationships and, you know, conversations about it. And we agreed that we would work together to open, you know, the concept in the U.S. So... They're going aggressive and hard across Europe and mm-hmm. in Asia, and, right. and we've taken on sort of the U.S. market okay. uh, with with their guidance and and is and DC the first U.S. location? Is, wow. Yeah. Okay. Our gateway to the U.S. Okay. All right. And it just made so much sense given the you know there's so much uh, there's such a European flavor here, international flavor, mm-hmm. uh, so much travel. It's easy yes. uh, to get back and forth. Um, and uh, we found a great location here mm-hmm. uh, at, the, at this, you know, the Ritz here, um, which was always a challenge to find a, a good, lo- you know, real estate's hard. Yeah, uh, yeah. But it was a great location. Um, and so we're hoping to be open uh, beginning of April. So that's kind of where we are right now. And, uh, you know, the concept is you, it's a private member club mm-hmm. and you have your, your uh, it'll be full service. You know, we'll have staff here. And, um, and, I'll, and I'll show you some pictures and diagrams, but we have a, a beautiful lounge area. Um, and the idea, and then you have your own locker, your wine locker that you would store. Uh, it'll hold up to 52 Bordeaux bottles. Um, but it's really designed, what these guys have seen in Europe is it's not so much, I'm going to put my whole collection there. I'm just going to take a piece of my collection, um, you know, that I see myself drinking in the next few months or that I want to display and show off. It became a... It's also a big. Uh, Somebody called it pissing contest. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing that I would ever do. So, but but, but as example as an example, I mean they have uh, people in, in the Frankfurt location. There's uh, a member that you know his his uh, collection is probably in his locker alone maybe worth over eight hundred thousand dollars. But he's got some amazing um, some pieces. I mean, uh, he has pieces of his. Yeah. yeah, we we have uh, Cheval Blanc wine that range into the mm-hmm. into the 1920s, uh, which is phenomenal, and and you can still drink them and enjoy them. You know, and, yeah, uh, and and that's what we really like. You know, we we like to go past lockers that have uh, exceptional wines in them, and and you'll you'll experience that when you when you first walk through the the wine there when it's finished. You just want to see what the other right. people have, uh, have in there. It's like a wine museum. You know, you yeah, walk, you walk in, and, and uh, everything's on display. So when I walked in first here, not only did I look at Fred's collection, but I saw all these wonderful collections of people I didn't know, businesses, and uh, it's it becomes you start drinking and you and you look at everybody's wine and, and, and collection. Um, and, Can you um, tell us about the membership and what all is included? Sure. That's your part. Uh, yes. Yeah, so the most important thing is when you become a member, uh, you have access to all the locations around the world. And as the network grows, uh, you, your card will always get you into any of the locations. Um, we have two levels of membership. We have an individual membership and a corporate membership. And within those, uh, there's a platinum level and a black level. And there's just different... Um, benefits for each one uh, but each each membership comes with a primary locker and then if you are uh, at the black member level you have access to buy more lockers and then you get access to uh, we'll have very um, special events with with winemakers from all over the world um, we also have events with um, 
you know, whether it's jewelry or, or Rolex or, mm. or high-end car manufacturers, yeah. uh, just more the luxury brand market mm-hmm. and unique experiences. As uh, Christian Bradley points out all the time, it's um, we're in the business of creating experiences that money can't buy. Yeah. Um, so that's sort of the basic distinction between the levels. Sure. And um, uh, we will also offer, uh, there'll be a nice, uh, beautiful uh, charcuterie and wonderful cheeses and breads and olives and fun things to eat while you have access to your wine and, and uh, champagne. We also work closely with Riss, the restaurant that's right oh, on the yeah, corner, sure. and her, uh-huh. her menu will be available for folks. So, um, yeah. maybe if I showed you some yeah, sure. pictures, Absolutely. would that help? Maybe. Something that we really love about the concept is the fact that you know you can enter the clubs whenever you like, mm-hmm. and you you never really know what's going on. So, uh, so you might run into some very surprising situation. Sure. Uh, we were in Vienna a couple of months ago in our club and it was something like half past one in the morning uh, and we just wanted a little nightcap down there um, and, and we entered the facility and we were opera singers. Whoa. What the hell's going on? Right? So, we, so we opened the door and there were three opera singers with their entourage getting horribly wasted <laughs> and singing songs for us and wow. pouring their wine for us. So that was so crazy. And we Googled them afterwards. They were that, serious, that sounds like something serious. in a movie. Yeah. It was. It was like a Tarantino movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was really cool. And, and those are the kinds of experiences that we love to... Mm-hmm. And, uh, when, when we use our our wine bank locations for, for business. Yeah. That's exactly what we want. You know, a, a cool crowd of people getting together mm-hmm. and just talking about great wines. I have a question about the exclusivity of the club. Um, people love exclusivity and they're going to chase it here. How are you going to control the numbers? Um, <laughs> and is, it, is there a requirement um, for members? In, in what sense? Like... Um, do I need to have a certain amount of wine, wine or yeah, yeah. Um, great is the application process or right, something? Right, right, right. Well, we absolutely want to make sure that we have um, you know members that are actively engaged with the community. We, we would hate for somebody to just have, be a member and never show up and, right. and never come and be engaged. Yeah, that's important. But um, I think you know we've talked about that. Uh, we, we there's definitely a um, you know, we want to make sure that we have people that are interested in wine. Um, yeah. But it's it's a fairly open process at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, like any club, uh, you know, we're looking for referrals from mm-hmm. folks, yeah. and we believe that the network and the membership network will will bring other, you know, people that are recommended to join the club. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's, you know, there's a financial component too. Yeah, so, sure. Um, but uh, given that it's the first one in the U.S., I think we're kind of being very open-minded and not, okay. uh, you know, as far as who we bring in. But if I could wave a magic wand, it's a very eclectic mix of people from all over the city mm-hmm. uh, so that it's a you know, it's a really good representation of the fabric of uh, yeah. the D.C. community so that, you know, we've got people in tech, people in government, people in law, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. people from the wine industry, sure. you know, um, restaurant, uh, just a whole eclectic nonprofit, a whole eclectic mix of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we're trying to do an active reach out to those communities so that we kind of bring in, you know, the who's who of, yeah. of those of those communities. And it's an, you know, we've talked about this before, where wine is such a 
it, it really brings people together. It does. You know, there's yeah. no boundaries. Yeah, there's yeah. no boundaries. Yeah, it's yeah. just a nice way. And, and you know, these guys are keep asking me questions about what's going on in the U.S. And, you know, it's a stressful city here in D.C., so we think yeah. wine is a great uh, <laughs> you know, way to sort of you know, tone the temper down a little yeah. bit and, and make us come together. And um, yeah. so we're excited about the concept and, um, you know, what... The, really more the community side of it, uh, mm -hmm. building this community of, of wine lovers and people that enjoy wine and travel. And um, you know, one of the things I was going to bring up too was I've I've had the pleasure of visiting all the all the wine oh. the wine bank locations. Mm -hmm. And um, <clears throat> we were in, in Hamburg one day, and um, you know there was a French winemaker that was there doing a tasting. And we yeah. just were able to join that, and I, I wasn't expecting, it wasn't on my calendar of the day, so it's just something I fell into and dropped in. I got to do a really cool wine tasting with the French, French winemaker. Um, that, that's something that, that is really important to us as well, that we get a wine community in there yeah. as well. So yeah. um, lots of our members um, own wineries or are in the wine trade um, so at least I, I would say at the moment perhaps 10% of the members are involved in the wine business and that's a very important component because they bring in wine wine people wine lovers so uh, that day in Hamburg I remember very well I think we had like three or four wine events there was a winemaker from Villa Maria mm. uh, from New Zealand there um, we started the day with, That's right. with a French guy from, yeah. uh, from Veritable right. and then it went right. then it and then we had the an Italian trip, right. guy was there it was crazy I mean, <laughs> there was, it was just the wine world was getting together in one place yeah. and, um, and I was just sitting there and, and enjoying the scene because it was uh, exactly what we envisioned like mm -hmm. 10 years ago yeah that's wonderful yeah so in addition to you know the dc so again as a member of the dc one layer and having access to all these locations around the world if you find yourself traveling mm -hmm. um, to these locations you very much can enjoy a really unique experience in those cities and destinations that you just wouldn't have if you're a regular tourist right. um, you really get a sense of the local wine community destinations um, so again if you're into wine uh, yeah. you now can you know, have, a, have a one up experience on your wine friends <laughs> <laughs> definitely if, if you ever come to the uh, to Vienna to the to the wine bank in Vienna and you run into our wine blogger friend Leo mm -hmm. um, <laughs> ma make sure <laughs> ma make sure that your liver is in a good condition oh because goodness. he'll take you through Vienna and wow. show you everything. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a cool guy. He's honestly. So this, these are just some renderings. Obviously, we're in we're in construction right now, and it's and it is you know we're happy, well, actually we won't be able to take it's closed up right now. But okay. um, at any time, uh, you know, going forward, happy to show you show you. But right now, it is a disaster inside. Okay. Um, but this is a rendering of the exterior. Um, you know, very sexy, uh, modern. It'll have uh, some different lighting schemes up here, but it kind of gives you a general sense mm -hmm. as you look from the outside. And at a very high level, um, if you if you imagine, I don't know if you did you see it when you walked in? Yeah, yeah, right there, yeah. yeah, exactly. So this is the glass. This is the walk-in. There's a nice vestibule. It sort of, you know, it, it keeps the climate contained. So if it's cold outside, you know. It, 
normal amount of cold air in and it's mm -hmm. hot, vice versa. What's the vestibule? So it's, it's just it's a contained area, so there's two doors. So there's one door to come into this landing area, the door closes behind you, then you open another set of doors. Schleusen. Schleusen. So well, it's it's nice because it and, it and it again you have to get in with your private card. And so here's a beautiful lounge area. You have a private room or a room that can be made private um, with a nice tasting area, and then you have a, a wine bar area, booth, more seating, all the, and the bathrooms, and then this area is all the climate controlled cellar area. Mm. So your private cellars are back there. Okay. Again, card access to everywhere. Um, and full are your service. members able to rent out the entire space for like functions? Yes, we will have the ability to. to sorry, not, not complete. Not the complete space. Okay. So every Every member, that's very important, that's a very important statement, yeah. every member can rely on having access whenever you want, so there will never be a kind of event where he's not allowed to enter. I understand. The members will always have access. Got yeah. it. You know, you, you can you can rent this part, okay, you can that rent part. this part, okay. you can rent this part, but still mm -hmm. uh, not, not the entire one. That, that's important. Okay. Um, so, just some, so I give you kind of high level, and then if you look at some of these other renderings, it's just a very high-end lounge. Oh yeah, it's really uh, nice. And it's it's going to be down to the nines, and so this this area here is, if you can imagine, you know, you're standing you're standing on this side, mm -hmm. looking back this way, and you're looking yeah. into the the private cellar, so there's glass, and you can nice. see into it, and then. You know, there's a this is that booth area over here, and then there's a, a wine cuvee system. So we'll have wine by the glass. Very um, nice. And again, a full bar too. So there there will be um, we'll have lots of wine available for for members to purchase in addition to their own collection. Um, and and the, the model here uh, in Europe is very exclusive, unique wines. You know, something you might not, members might not go spend a lot of money on a single bottle but you know what for twenty dollars for a, a nice little pour yeah. you know, it's, it's good. Mm -hmm. yeah. with with wine lovers you you tend to have the, that they just want to try this vintage yeah. this Bordeaux yeah. and they're willing to pay $25 or something for just a sip so they can talk about it. You know, yeah. I've tried this kind of wine. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's that's what this idea, uh, you know, builds yeah, on. So the, right there. Um, and then just more, you know, renderings of what the lockers look like. And they're heavy, this concrete, this steel cage. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a very hardy... <laughs> and then there's a, a tasting table, and we have glassware and water available, and uh, it's, it's really nice. Um, and that's and these are just sort of the design renderings oh, okay. of the materials uh, from our architect. And then the finally, I can do is show you a quick. Uh, we do have this um, really nice uh, fly through, uh, just to give you maybe another concept. Um, so you can see the espresso machine. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's amazing. That's a wood. Yeah. That's directly in the front, the the, the lounge area. Are you gonna have TVs in there, or is it, or no? Yeah, it's it's a. I I, I, I understand the debate. Yes, yeah. we're not a fan. <laughs> I'm not a fan. I'm not okay. a fan either. You're not a fan. I'm not a fan, but uh, you know, we're it's it's a. Anyway, it's a tussle right now. Yeah, I understand. I think when um, 
when your baseball team uh, uh, is in yeah. the finals. You know that. that I mean, would you come here after the game to celebrate when they win the World Series? Or I mean, so. you can. I think you can have even like iPads. You know what I mean? Or just uh, okay. hand, you know what I mean? Or at the mm-hmm. So this is this is the uh, that's going to be a very very uh, sort of sort of little little space, little space. Yeah. like a little nook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you yeah. can see the the dispenser. Mm-hmm. And for us, it's important, you know, that you can that you have those two climate mm-hmm. uh, climate zones, mm-hmm. and you can just see into what's going on behind there and, mm-hmm. uh, in the cooler area. Yeah, how how large is this facility? It's a little be? over 5,600 square feet. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's it's definitely big enough, but it's still kind of cozy. Mm-hmm. You know, we're mm-hmm. gonna create like little areas where yeah. you just yeah, you can just relax with uh, with business, yeah. people, with friends. Yeah, we think the you know they've had such success in Europe, and it's such a, an alternative now to say a, a country club model. Right. Or, you know, it's yeah. I, I, here, you know, before I go out into town, I can uh, meet friends, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, we can enjoy some wine, tell stories about our travels, and right. what vineyards we were at, and taste each other's wines. Go out to if we don't want to eat the food, the wrist, or you know, we could head out somewhere and then come back. You know, as we get older, you know, the loud, the loud club music is, yeah. uh, you know, it kind of is tiring. And it's nice to have your mm-hmm. own place where it's just a little bit more subdued and quiet. Yeah. So, um, and you're going to have some amazing charcuterie, I guess. We will have amazing, <laughs> amazing treats for people, which will, uh, yeah, we will. And that'll, that'll be a big... Uh, that is, that's actually what really works well in, in our clubs in Germany. Chicoterie? When we have like little, you know, nips and dabs and yeah. whatever. And some mm-hmm. Beautiful cheeses. Oh, yeah. Some Iberico ham, that, that kind yeah. of stuff, you know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It works. So, so April. April 2020? April 2020, yes. Yeah. Okay. So we're, we're under construction now. Um, yeah, it's, it's moving along. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have our, you know, it's, we're coordinating with, you know, having a very active hotel and lots going sure. on yeah. and, you know, uh, getting people in and out. But um, April, April, they've uh, committed to, well, we're committed to April 1. Okay. <laughs> so when people go to the website and they want to know how to join, well, what do they need to do? So if you go out to winelayer.com, mm-hmm. uh, they will see that there is an application, a way to enter your information. Mm-hmm. And then once that information is entered, we would reach out to them directly uh, to have a private meeting and conversation with them. We think this... Almost this like an com- interview? Uh, more for them than us. Okay, uh, got it. It's really okay. because we think the concept is is so unique to the yeah. state and people don't know about it yet right you know a couple so, years from now when everything's up and rolling I you know yeah, I, I think there's going to be a different model but right now yeah. uh, you know we want to be able to walk people through renderings we want to yeah. be able to explain the concept talk about the the, the options and we've been having the other way we've been doing it is um, we've been having these tasting events mm-hmm. and um, we're trying to have at least two a month okay. where we'll invite interested people into the community, people that have gone out to the website yeah. and then at that time um, you know, tonight unfortunately given the status of the construction we're not going to be able to do the tour mm-hmm. but in the past we've, do, we've done walkthroughs of the site and as the facility gets closer to completion we'll mm-hmm. continue to walk people through and just so they can yeah. you know, see it and touch yeah. it um, so that's uh, yeah. yeah. So I have to ask that Houston, 
Houston is your other U.S. No, Austin. Austin, Austin yes. Sorry, Austin, 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 yeah. We're ta- so we're, we don't have a space yet in Austin, okay. but we are actively looking for a location Okay, Austin. so why Texas and not like the West Coast of California? Great question, or, great question. Yeah. So there's, there's plenty of interest from, from all over the country. I'm and sure. um, So Austin has a, has a pretty big wine community. It's a, a little bit of a funky... Really? Funky t- yep, uh, Texas wines, yeah. And, um, and it's a growing growing area and uh, Fred the other founder mm-hmm. has a lot of ties into Austin and our, our third founder is uh, uh, also from Austin and lots of ties into that community so those were two commu- DC and Austin were two communities that we really know well mm-hmm. um, and have lots of relationships and contacts to understand okay. the market yeah. and and that's how we arrived at that decision wow. but we've getting lots of interest from you know there, there are folks in Houston Dallas uh, that have been pinging us. When, when are you come bring the concept to down here? Um, New York. Uh, lots oh, I'm of, sure. Yeah. I'm almost surprised that you chose DC over uh, New York. Right. Well, you know, part of it is um, even in New York, there's just we wanted the concept would demonstrate that the concept can be successful, and then go into the New York real estate market with some leverage. And, okay. You know, being able to demonstrate that this is a good concept. Yeah. Um, but same thing with, with Napa, California, San Francisco, uh, Los Angeles. We even have people that are interested from Lake Tahoe that want to open. Really? Uh, Vegas, uh, there's interest Vegas, in Vegas. Vegas, I see. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Vegas, we, we had guys visiting us in, in Germany from Vegas who said, look, we, we just need that concept in yeah. our city. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's yeah. how we're going to bring it together, right. you know? Right. Yeah. The, the expansion plans are there. But... For us, it's just important to, to nail the first one. You know? Yeah. Uh, and we think that, that DC is like the perfect, the perfect place. Yeah. And once we demonstrate how wonderful it is and people can see it and touch yeah. it, then we can quickly expand. I mean, just hearing the country. you guys talk about all the locations, I can tell you uh-huh. know, the feeling I would get. You know, visiting one, so you'll yeah. love it. Yeah. I, I know no, I would. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it is it's an exciting concept. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so, other than the website, um, do you guys are are you promoting on social media or anything like that, or is it? Oh, yes, we. Okay. I mean, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook. Okay, um, at Wine Lair. At Wine Lair, yeah. Okay. So they can find us. Uh, and Wine Bank too is a, is a, is another starting point. So, okay. Uh, the parent in in Europe is Wine Bank. The parent in Europe is Wine Bank. Got it. Yeah, on Instagram we're on Wine Bank Original. Wine Bank Original. I like it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me. Of course, yeah. I, this was a, certainly a pleasure. It was for Thank us. You. Yeah. Yeah, Thanks for awesome. coming. And sure. you, were, you were actually one of the, the first bloggers that were sharing the idea with wow. in the States. God, I'm bored. Wow. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Well Sweet, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and please leave a comment. Check out Wine Layers' website and keep up with their progress. Have a wonderful weekend. Cheers. <laughs>